0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim the gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, I tell you most solemnly, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold through the gate, but gets in some other way, is a thief and a brigand. The one who enters to the gate is the shepherd of the flock. The gatekeeper lets him in. The sheep hears his voice. One by one he calls his own sheep and leads them out. When he has brought out his flock, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him, because they know his voice. They never follow a stranger, but run away from him. They do not recognize... The voice of strangers. Jesus told them this parable, but they failed to understand what he meant by telling it to them. So Jesus spoke to them again. I tell you most solemnly, I am the gate of the sheepfold. All others who have come are thieves and brigands, but the sheep took no notice of them. I am the gate. Anyone who enters through me will be safe. He will go freely in and out and be sure of finding pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come so that they may have life and have it to the full. The Gospel of the Lord Today we see a flurry of characters in our Lord's parable. We have a gate, a gatekeeper, a shepherd, thief, a brigand and we can throw in the sheep too. The fluid interchangeability of some of these images can be confusing. At one moment Aloud says that he is the gate, and another moment he assumes the role of the gatekeeper, and then the famous shepherd. is obviously not the thief nor the brigand. It is interesting that chapter 10, which is usually known for its Good Shepherd discourse, does not begin with the statement, "I." Am the Good Shepherd. Instead, the first I am statement here is, I am the gate of the sheepfold, which is the opening line of our Lord's attempt to explain the preceding parable involving a sheepfold and the various characters who either choose to pass through the gate or avoid the gate. In this passage, our Lord wants to lay down the fundamental truth of salvation. He wants to set before all of us the sole and irrefutable way of entrance into eternal life with God. Jesus himself is the entrance. Jesus himself is the gate. He is not one among many gates. Period. Salvation and eternal life with God is completely, uniquely dependent on Jesus Christ. In Dominus Jesus, a document issued by the Congregation for the Doctrine of Faith, the Church declares once again the perennial Catholic truth concerning the unicity and salvific universality of Jesus Christ and the Church. Jesus is the unique and universal Savior of humanity, a mediator between God and man. May not sound very politically correct, but who says that truths need to be politically correct? In fact, political correctness is another form of deceit. But this is the life-saving truth. It is only through our Lord's sacrificial death on the cross for our sins and his glorious resurrection to eternal life that we are able to enter into the presence of of the God the Most High. In a relativistic world where it is argued that one religion is just as good as another, we Christians make this audacious, But true claim, Jesus alone is the saviour. Jesus alone is the gate, the entry point to eternal life with God. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved, as St. Peter preached in the Acts of the Apostles. The sheep who truly belong to Jesus, those who have not followed the spiritual thieves, and robbers of this world, will go freely in and out and be sure of finding pasture. His sheep will go freely in to be loved, cared for, fed, protected, find shelter from enemies and storms. His sheep will go out, always following him, even into unknown and uncomfortable areas. They will heed his call when he says, follow me. In a world with so many competing and confusing voices, There is only one voice whom we can trust. It is the Lord's, and we know that he continues to speak through the magisterium of his church, guided by the Holy Spirit. We listen to him not because we are dumb sheep that would eagerly follow anyone to our death and destruction. We listen and follow him because he alone can assure us that as long as we go to him in faith, we may have life and have it to the full.